y'all ready? Yeah. Are you ready again? Do you all want to practice? Can you like yeah. three, two, one us in? Like three, two, one, and then we yeah. start. Like, yeah. I need warning. If you're looking at it on your phone, we're looking at Las Malandrinas Letra on YouTube. On YouTube. It's yellow with black font. Ariel or Times New Roman? It's like Times New Roman. Are we just singing that part or are we just like missing? I think it's like 11.5. Se va a la memoria. Ready? So this is our practice. Practice. Put your heart in it for practice. Okay. Can you lead us? What? Okay. Wait, are we ju- are we singing the whole thing or just that part? Just that part. Okay. <coughs> Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. Las Malandrinas Radio. I'm Alejandra and I'm here with the moon to my son Cynthia coming to you on an extremely hot night in Chicago inside of my garage. Together we are the hosts of Las Malandrinas Radio. Las Malandrinas Radio is a Spanglish podcast dedicated to honoring all the parranderas that love banda chisme and know that banda music deserves more than its current form. We hold space for the critical banda discussions that are happening before bailes and center the mujeres and creatives behind this form of art. Para la madrina de todas las malandrinas, Jenny Rivera, we hope to make you proud desde el cielo. Before we move into what this podcast and episode is going to be about, we want to quickly introduce ourselves so that you have some sense of who are the voices you hear. And like I just said, I'm Alejandra. Most people call me Ale. I was born and raised on the southeast side of Chicago, aka the east side, and still live out here. Both my parents are from a rancho called Ibarra in the beautiful state of Michoacan. I am 23 years old. I am a Sagittarius sun and a Cancer moon. I am a six on the Enneagram test. And I am currently a union organizer. And hi everyone, I'm Cynthia. I was born and raised on the southwest side of Chicago, right by Midway. Uh, but both of my parents are from Guanajuato. They come from a pueblo that calls itself a ciudad, named Ciudad Manuel Doblado, right by Leon. I'm 24 years old, just turned 24. Me and Ale do care about astrology, <laughs> so we wanted to let you know our signs. I'm a Cancer Sun, and my moon is in Sagittarius, and I've been working in community organizing for the past couple years since graduating from college, and I'm currently working as a labor organizer in Alice Hood. (laughs) (laughs) So coming to you in the summer of 2018, our podcast is 
really grounded in the theory of las malandrinas. And this is something we want to explore and expand in this specific intro episode. And we'll obviously continue to do so in other episodes. But today we want to dive into where las malandrinas comes from and quién son estas tal malandrinas, right? And so Las Malandrinas is a song composed and performed by Jenny Rivera. If you don't know who Jenny Rivera is, you should at this point. She was a Chicana from Long Beach, California with roots in Jalisco and Sinaloa. Known for her banda, corridos, ranchera songs, Jenny Rivera the artist specifically expanded her brand into clothing line, perfumes, was a coach in La Voz, um, had a tequila line, created a non-for-profit called the Love Foundation, just to name a few. Like Alice said, Jenny Rivera was an interprete, a musician on so many fronts, an entrepreneur, right? She had so many hustles going on for her. Um, just like that, she was also this TV and radio icon from having her own show, her own radio show, which is why we're all out here trying mm -hmm. to be in this podcast radio world. She was known for how she wore, for what she didn't wear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and she was real tight with her family, right? We're really talking about this OG from Long Beach, California, who grew up in a black and brown community mm -hmm. and hustled and struggled, saw her parents go through difficult experiences and went through difficult experiences of her own that shaped her, right? Obviously, she was a survivor of domestic violence of sexual violence right. so that was a part of who she was that she always brought into her work and and to support other mujeres mm -hmm. other femmes um she was always talking about also like immigration and our right. rights um and justicia and she self-identified as a chicana so this isn't even something that we're throwing on her right, right. she has a song where she talks about being a proud chicana and this mujer really drew on all of those struggles that she had to be who she was like she wasn't just so successful just out of nowhere it took right. it took her years and it took a whole community that was behind mm -hmm. her and so for me when i think of jenny i think of what it means to be right like just regular mujeres from wherever on the block that go through this shit and and how it shapes us so for right. me like literally going around the block <laughs> i'll never forget being in mexico with my prima and this is and, and going back to visit mexico after not being able to go for for a long time because of money and in my pueblo like there really isn't much to do <laughs> so usually like some of the compas there take the take their car out go riding around the pueblo and we're like a pueblo so it's flat land there's also <laughs> like not much to ride around with but there's a little montañita Mm -hmm. where folks do go drive around and so i'll just never forget driving around with my prima with my prima's cuñada with my prima's cuñada's sister <laughs> with micheladas and screaming la gran señora from the top of mm. our lungs like ellas ya casadas yo y mi prima no <laughs> but we out here like singing about this being done wrong but for but at the end of the day like jenny has created the, these mm -hmm. songs with so many different messages in some of the songs, she's La Otra. In some of the songs, mm -hmm. she's La Gran Señora. Sure. Um, that so many mujeres and femmes can identify with. And um, so I, I, I love her music, and um, I've learned a lot from it, and I know other mujeres have as well. Yeah. The biggest fan of Jenny Rivera, the artist, 
but I do credit and give respect where it's due, and I do think that Jenny Rivera represents, represented, sadly, past tense, um, represented us and, and our feelings and truths within the Vanda world, right? Like, she dominated the charts over all the other male-dominated groups that, you know, sing, still do, st sing songs from the point of view of men who just don't want to heal from trauma, become whiny, and use that as an excuse to be abusive men. Right. Um, and with her passing, I think she's left a huge void within the banda industry that I don't think understands why that void still exists. Because I think, you know, they, they desperately want to profit off of, you know, this void and just place anybody within, mm -hmm. you know, that, that space that she left. Um, but it just hasn't worked out, right? Which is why we currently, when you hear the radio, um, like a winner or some shit, like, you just hear all male voices, right? And this song, right, Las Malandrinas, which we're naming our mm -hmm. podcast after, honoring Jenny with this name. This is a song that you don't even hear on the radio anymore. Right. Um, it's not a song that comes up often, but... We wanted to provide for y'all a little bit of background on the song mm -hmm. and a little bit about how we interpret it mm -hmm. because for us, this song is creating some sort of knowledge. It's right. teaching us some sort of lesson and and Jenny does that through her story in the song. It's a song that really comes out of her career, like Viena al Principio. <laughs> so this is, this is OG Jenny. It was from her third studio album, this song was a song that became her first hit single in 2000 LA. This song was pushed to where it got to because of her fans. Mm -hmm. And so Jenny les pagó el favor, right? And she featured fans in the song, in the video that became her first music video. For mm -hmm. las, and it was for Las Malandrinas. It's a real interesting video. Wild. <laughs> It's really great, <laughs> like low budget, <laughs> like these mujeres out here at the freaking CD store, yeah. las que ya mm -hmm. no existen, trying to get a Luis Miguel album only to be fought for wanting Jenny Rivera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and check it out. It's it's a corrido, um, and it's a corrido that has caused so many of us to identify as malandrinas ever since. <laughs> But malandrinas is like this word that I don't know about you, but I didn't hear no, no, no. of before Jenny. It's not in my common vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> but malandrinas, in a negative way, talking about uh. mujeres. But in Jenny's own words, Jenny has a, a interview that she did with Billboard magazine in 2011, and she talks about what malandrinas means. So I'll just read what she said for y'all. She says. Malandrinas means quote unquote bad girls, but not in a but not bad in a negative way. I wrote this song in homage homage to my female fans, the type of girls that go clubbing, drink tequila, and stand up for themselves. The song blew up. People became interested and that's when Jenny Rivera, the artist, was actually born. So we wanna feature that because this song obviously meant a lot to Jenny. It was a sign that helped lift her up um, and put her out there and can tell that she's grounded in, in a way of thinking about other mujeres and thinking about 
her about sisterhood right. as in like this malandrina sisterhood and with all of this in mind hear it for yourself and, and see what you think no encontré póster de Luis Miguel ni de Thalía, pero tengo de Juan y Jenny Rivera. Nos dicen las malandrinas porque hacemos mucho ruido, porque tomamos cerveza y nos gusta el mejor vino. Salones de baile siempre pedimos corridos. No somos como las popis que separan mucho el cuello. Nos gusta la rancherada, de nada tenemos miedo y le damos gusto al gusto, aunque otras no estén de acuerdo. song of Las Malandrinas it starts as most of our favorite banda songs our favorite corridos do and some of our not so favorite <laughs> <laughs> so the song is one of those songs that are that Mexican folks man we have a lot of songs that talk about death and yeah, partying my favorite so lots of songs like Los Sebastianes En Vida that's why they got big right these songs that talk about well men like 
la, la vida está dura, es una friega, right. but, but at the end of the day, like, nos vamos a morir, we're all gonna die, so we might as well enjoy what we can while we're still here. <laughs> so it's the whole, like, tragos de amargo licor situation. Exactly. Even though I'm not no. a tragos de amargo licor fan, I am a fan of Las Malandrinas, <laughs> where Jenny communicates that same message of life's too short, and we deserve to enjoy life. But what does it mean to enjoy life as a Chicana? One of the ways in which we see that is that mm -hmm. in our lived experiences and our own, and this is so much more complicated, right? But at a yeah. really general level, like, to be a Chicana is to fight the whole idea that calladita te ves más bonita. In this song with Las Malandrinas, Jenny Rivera's rejecting that idea, rejecting calladita te ves más bonita, and instead she takes up that ruido and pleasure is what matters in this song. And so, Jenny is really like this pleasure activist, our hype woman here, because she wrote this song, she wrote it as one of us, mm -hmm. for us, to us, and she's laying out what it means to enjoy life as one, someone that's been told you need to be silent, and two, as someone más humilde, like, mm -hmm. like us, right? We and Ale, we're working class, so what does it mean to enjoy life when you don't come from so much from all that the mucho dinero true and society like tell telling you like what you should and shouldn't like buy right mm -hmm. because of your class status yeah it's the whole idea that like poor people shouldn't buy jordans but like what the right. fuck <laughs> it's like we should be miserable because we're poor mm -hmm. right without identifying yeah. like why we're in the situation in the first place exactly and so instead jenny is laying out but jenny is out here Spin some marks, some. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Jenny Rivera was a communist. <laughs> she, she lays out her class analysis. She says, I got love for my people, for my rancherada. And we know, right, like, mm -hmm. to be, because both of us have parents from Rancho, from the Rancho. Like, that means that we're gente más humilde. And she has so much love for her ranchera, rancherada. Explicitly says that she has no desire of fitting into this idea of a popis or a huera like those are the ideas of success that popis right fresas hueras <laughs> have is not something that she cares for right. instead being a malandrina is enough and it's important because it's a way of, of being proud of where we're from mm -hmm. but also using that as a place to fight back <laughs> exactly so for us this shows that malandrinas are also like warrior women warrior mujeres um, don't underestimate us <laughs> but at the same time we're coming from the communities that we are communities where a lot of resources have been taken out on purpose not because hey. we've wanted them to not because we chose these <laughs> lives but we're living under all these different systems of power and oppression and and the reality is that there is violence in our communities yeah. and so one of the things that that I really like in this song that Jenny doesn't do is that she doesn't sensationalize that violence mm -hmm. in the barrio, in the hood. She doesn't pimp it out, right? Like, yeah. instead, she's setting herself as someone that's a part of this community. And unlike the popis, unlike the hueras, she's not going to call the cops on you. <laughs> she's not going to call the police when she goes down in the community. Like, that's not... She's not going to get rattled and, and scared of her own people like the popis and, and the weras might do yeah, and criminalize her own people right she knows better mm -hmm. <laughs> and she wants and she's trying to do better for her community yeah 
And so once we get towards more towards the end of the song, Jenny continues to, to communicate this to us. She talks about how las malandrinas conocen bien el mundo. Doesn't necessarily mean we've all gotten on a plane y ya conocemos a toda Europa. But <laughs> but it means that she's not confined to just at home, right? Like again, calladita te ves más bonita. No. She's unknowledgeable as bitch. Like she's seen shit. She's lived things. She's learned. And because of this, she knows how to protect herself and her people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, that's one of Jenny's greatest offerings in the song. Uh, because she's creating a community. And that's what Las Malandrinas to us is and, and why it's so important. Because at this point, and once the song's ending, Jenny isn't speaking from I. She's not speaking from me, yo Jenny. Instead, she's like, somos las malandrinas. To the point where her fans are singing the end of the song. Mm-hmm. And so she's transferring malandrinas to her people. And so that's why it's also such a corrido, right? Because it's a people song. And Jenny, our anti-capitalist <laughs> feminist icon um, that we don't get taught in school, is really leaving us a lot of learning with this song. And, and removing herself and, and saying that this song can go on. This song can go on. And so that's why we're, we think the, of ourselves as Las Malandrinas, as Las Malandrinas Radio. The connection between that and our podcast is really to create joy as resistance, yet still being critical of something we love, right? Because we're clearly using banda as a, as a focus for this podcast. Because it is something that we love and enjoy and just can't seem to get enough of. But like any love, we still need to be true to ourselves, to who we are, and be honest that banda as it is right now is hella problematic for many reasons. And there doesn't seem to be much effort, energy put into growth to improve this music. And so with this podcast, I would say that our goal is really to showcase that conversations like the ones we hope to have are happening in order to pay respect and really move and push banda music into what it deserves um, to be at. Um, And this is coming from a non-traditional Mexican point of view, right? Did I say that correctly? Because we're not Mexican, right? We're, We're Chicanas, you know? We're listening to banda music in the states and not in Mexico, and also because we are critical of yeah. the of Mexico as a nation state, and we've seen the ways in which banda has been used to not so good ends, right? Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> we are like two Chicanas in Chicago that have fun at violence mm-hmm. and like get to have that time to just forget about True. all the other bullshit that's happening in our own lives and in the world at large and we know that that's not just the case for us we know that so many of our community goes to bailes listens to banda to get that break from from life right mm-hmm. and to create that bridge right because like you mentioned before a lot of folks can't go back to mexico right so they use what a little connection they can get um and that being bailes you know to to satisfy that void or to fill up that void, right? Mm-hmm. And so it sucks what, that when we, you know, are being oppressed, you know, in our daily lives that we go to bandas only to hear 
men continuing to sing how it's okay to cheat on us it's okay to abuse us because we quote unquote deserve it right so it's it's really about you know not calling out banda but really adding to the support to help it grow and do better right because mm-hmm. it is coming from our own people mm-hmm. and there's no need to for that kind of negative energy and mm-hmm. just toss out banda out completely right because i think that's what a lot of people want us to do right and it's similar to the discussions that we've had about hip-hop right where people just don't agree with some of the stuff that hip-hop says and so they just want to completely discard it and not really understand what it means to people Mm -hmm. and how you we can't just toss it out um but instead we should help it um grow and do better Mm -hmm. Just like Jenny taught us, right? <laughs> Las malandrinas. We're not gonna be the the carceral system and yeah. call put our all these men in cages. Right. We're gonna see what else we can do and what opportunities instead does Banda provide for some of that intimacy relationships that is lacking. Also, one of the goals of this podcast is grounded in the understanding that we're not experts yeah. <laughs> that maybe no a uni- no university has given us like this phd in banda <laughs> studies i know about you but i got it but but we can all go to the school of ale <laughs> to learn which we should right like i don't know much about some of the specifics right like i don't know how mm-hmm. to read music and those kinds right. of things but we are here to about this from our own experiences growing up in communities with our own backgrounds in doing community work grounded in passion and love for our community and for it to be better on our own terms yeah um because we are experts in in our experiences and our communities are experts in what works and what doesn't and we hope that this adds a little bit to, to those conversations that are also happening in the community around what it looks like to be uh, live in a you know like a freaking liberated world <laughs> yeah and i think just adding on to that it's like banda is not it was not created for the rich right and just because we don't know how to read music and we like aren't in the banda like that doesn't <laughs> that shouldn't stop our stop us from having these conversations mm-hmm. and stop us from like discrediting our own selves and what we do know right because we have gone to enough by list to know what's up we've given y'all enough money yeah like (laughs) (laughs) right and so like we do know what they're saying in in some of these um songs and and it's clearly not okay um and so that shouldn't stop us from holding people accountable especially like you said if you're gonna take my money uh you're not just going to get away with saying the shit that you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, when we first started telling people that we went uh, that we were going to do a banda podcast, obviously people would let us know of uh, other channels, shows, people who were having banda conversations already. Um, and one of the people that came up was this Pepe Garza character. Um, and I read in an article, a Billboard article recently, um, that named him the, the rainmaker of regional Mexicana music, which just sounds horrible in English, but 
like it, we just have no idea what that means right um make it rain yeah like i and so like you probably don't know who he is we clearly had no idea you probably have seen him on just like random youtube videos that will randomly pop up on facebook where it's like this bald-headed dude <laughs> with glasses interviewing some banda or singer and basically like letting them know what he thinks of them like ripping them apart and so he's like at this point it, it does seem like he's an authority like an institution within the banda world um you know he's a coach on some singing competition uh, the creator of premios de la radio and the program director of la que buena right um and so he is someone of influence within the industry but I guess there is a reason why we had no idea who this person was before doing the research on them, right? Knowing who he is now, it still doesn't, you know, it doesn't make me want to um, listen to him any more than what I already did because it's very clear that the conversations that this older man who feels entitled enough to critique artists like that's not the kind of conversation I want to listen to and it's not the kind of conversations I want to have with Cynthia right it's not the kind of conversations that I want to sit here and record where we critique artists and break them down right it, like it we're not that bald-headed dude <laughs> on the premios shows right, on TV yeah and it's and like the game shows yeah he does <laughs> it with like this very entitled like what he says is good is good and what he says is not is not right um and we're not we're not about that um and so be it right his program is he has his own purpose cool like we're not trying to hate or anything we're just trying to say that like we're not like yes we're we're we are both talking about banda but we're having two separate conversations he is not calling out the men that he sits here and mm -hmm. interviews on the abusive sexist lyrics um that they put out you know we are um or we hope to and so cada quien right we are this podcast is putting out a different conversation that is happening and is definitely needed for people to see right because this is why these instagram baile pages are popular right um, where we see couples dancing at bailes or YouTube videos where um, mujeres are sitting together with friends and talking about their experience, experiences at bailes because these conversations are happening and just people are not seeing these conversations in mainstream media that they're taking that into their own hands and creating other outlets to do so. And so that's what we hope to do so as well with our banda focused podcast and so having said all that let's move on to why banda right why what does banda mean to both of us um and so cynthia why banda why is banda significant to you well ale i feel like you're calling me up to <laughs> the altar at the church and telling me to to give you my testimonio de cómo me ha cambiado banda la vida pues Déjeme contarle. Let me hand over the mic. <laughs> but, but that's such a big question, right? Like, yeah. I grew up listening to Banda at home with my parents, but not as much as I did, like, viejitas pero bonitas, like, románticas. Mm -hmm. I come from a real romantic household, 
And by that I mean that my parents love romanticas. So I grew up with lots of love songs. Like all these freaking songs that use metaphors to be talking about other things. <laughs> Listening to that as a kid. Pero... Uh, and this is why you have communication problems. And this is why I have communication problems. <laughs> so, aquí, como les dijo, estoy dando mi testimonio. <laughs> this is a no-judgment zone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, no, for real, I grew up listening to a lot of viejitas pero bonitas. But all this to say that in both, in that respect, right, all around with música regional mexicana, because of growing up with all this music, then banda continues to be a way that I communicate. Um the language of banda so with my family right we grew up listening to hella conjuntos name it los, name them los yonix temerarios um guardianes way back way back all these folks um we grew up listening to them and and especially los bookies like we're the biggest bookies fans in my house and we would use those songs to, to talk to each other and to know how folks were feeling. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, there was this one time <laughs> that we were in the garage, my dad was parking, and we were going through some family stuff. I don't remember exactly what was happening, but I remember that my mom was getting really irritated with us because none of us were talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, my mom, in that moment, la agarró el Espíritu Santo. And a donde vamos a parar by Marco Antonio Solis started playing on the radio. <laughs> My mom turns that shit up and she goes, Escuchen. Pongan atención a las palabras. And a donde vamos a parar is playing and I'm just like, Dios mío, like, this is really <laughs> happening. This is Rosa de Guadalupe moment. That stayed with me, right? And then in high school, um, I took that background of like, this is the music that I grew up with, like comfortable and just this is who my family is and who we are. I took that with me to high school when I ended up at a high school in downtown Chicago, public high school. That's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But I ended up there with folks from all over the city. And find I was fine. You know, you're in high school. You're like finding yourself. And, and I was finding myself by being super proud of being Mexican. But everyone calling me, Ay, Cynthia, que paisa. You're so paisa. You're so beaner. Like, my own peoples right and just being like yeah I am (laughs) I love banda and so that was a part of that identity that I had at that time Mm -hmm. and like was growing into this was this was the prime time of Yaki from Banda Recodo so now you know and that really stayed with me because that was also the time in my life where I was coming into like my politics and figuring out Mm -hmm. what I believed in what vision I had for a better world I was taking Latino studies, learning about community organizing. Damn. And all of this was wrapped up in Banda Recolo <laughs> and other banda. And then from there, right, I went to to high to college, wow, and met Ale, which we can also tell you about how that came to be. But it, since then, I've dropped a lot of money, a lot of pesos, to bandas, to Viva Tu Musica, <laughs> cries, um, and to the Banda Industrial Complex. Yeah. They took my money. They took my money, but I still believe. <laughs> but I still believe. Yo creo. And we still give them money. Yo creo, Dios, que... <laughs> that there is something about banda. Mm-hmm. Which is also, right, like, with banda, with Musica Regional Mexicana at large, that there is something about this music. That even though it is, you know, at the level that it is, right, like, it's a life, right, this is, like, the lifestyle, folks. 
not only in Mexico but also other parts mm-hmm. of Latino America that even though like it is that big um, there is so much of the music that still points us back to our origins right like mm-hmm. there's something about this music that is still indigenous that is still like rooted in what happened before Hernando Cortes got to Mexico which includes like our love for the land our caring for the land that we come from literally love for each other relate building relationships with each other and and storytelling storytelling especially storytelling men what i've learned from being in bailes and dancing with strangers (laughs) (laughs) and being with the people that i care about is that banda has opened up doors for for building relationships for intimacy that you don't always get right in outside of that that's hard for folks when you're working all the time and being exploited there is a third space right like something alternative to the world as it is and the world as it could be that can exist in this moment without white folks without white folks so we are here one of our goals right (laughs) is also to be the warriors of, of Vanna to make sure right. that no white folks are out here trifling. Right. If you're and, white, listening and to trying this podcast, to and trying don't. to sneak into the back room of Joe's on Weed Street, <laughs> um, I there's something about it that I don't yeah. think will be appropriated, and I really do believe that. And I and I know that, and I also want to say that a lot of what how I feel about this is also really informed from like the amazing work that that like black scholars have done especially black mujeres have done around um other kinds of music and and in cultural studies Mm -hmm. and and making those points and also that like other chicana feminists and women of color have have done to to call attention to the ugly and the beautiful of these different kinds of culture cultural practices that we have Mm -hmm. so what about you what do you think about banda (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i think similar to you um i a while back decided to only listen to spanish music um i can say that it hasn't always been the it's not the greatest spanish music um but i made the decision a while back to cut off all english music i don't remember why but at this point this decision has um like resulted in me not liking or gravitating to English music at all I think it's it sounds very foreign and, and unappealing to me as much as I try it's just it just doesn't stick and I think out of all the Spanish music that I listen to Banda has been the one to to really mean the most to me and the one that I love and go to um, even if it is you know like at seven in the morning uh, like that's the music that I want to play Um, And I think after having done a lot of soul searching and having conversations with myself as to why this is, I can sort of or blame this on the fact that I do go to Mexico every year. Um, And out of my own need to fit in to a rancho that regardless if I go every year, Mm -hmm. they will never let me call that place home out of my own need to fit in, Mm -hmm. right? And to call, you know, being an illegitimate child um, as a Chicana, like I I held on to Banda as my form of fitting in. Mm -hmm. So I, I 
I didn't want to be called out for not knowing the song of the moment, right? Which I knew was going to be Banda. Um, there was no way in hell that I was going to be left out if everyone was dancing. Mm -hmm. um, so I learned how to dance by uh, uh, Banda real quick. <laughs> um, again, because I just wanted to fit in, out of my own desperation to fit in. Um, and now I've gotten to the point where, you know, I don't care that all I listen to is banda. Um, you know, if people do have comments on the fact that I only listen to Spanish music, that I only listen to banda, it's just, I like, I don't hate myself enough to, like, feel bad. As if that's limiting, right? I think it's, it's, it's art. Mm -hmm. I think banda is, is art. In college, like, that shit was really hard for me. And I think in the different stages of, of my college experience, I always went back to listening to Vanda as like my escape with my headphones. And it was my way of trying to distance myself from white folks and the institution that I knew had been putting me down from like the start. And so I knew that Vanda was something that they were never going to understand. I never wanted them to understand. And it was, it was my thing, right? It was what I could use to remind myself that I am enough, that my people are enough mm -hmm. and they're creating this music that you will never get, you will never like, mm -hmm. and you know, you will never be at a baile because <laughs> um, it's not meant for you. And so now, like I said, I, I love banda music. I have a really hard time showing my emotions and, and one of the ways that you can tell how I am feeling is, you know, when I post on my Instagram story, Expose. like, the, the song. It's like that, I'm telling you without dragging myself, my mood. Mm -hmm. So if I put, like, a sad song that's, you know, related to love, it's because I'm trying to communicate to you and to the person who I need to see that story <laughs> that I'm feeling sad. Or, you know, if I don't give a fuck, like, you will hear that song without exposing and dragging myself. Um, because, again, I don't know how to communicate my feelings. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Sagittarius problems. Exactly. But also, this is also the story of how Banda brought me and Ali together. Mm -hmm. um, this is how we met and how we became friends and like built the relationship that we do now right. which it wasn't always this true and it, it continues this friendship right like like how we're talking about you know we're going to this like Rancho Cinco <laughs> it's like I know I will see you again right it's not this friendship that just lingers on like it allows us to set time to to hang out with each other enjoy ourselves and, and, and our company and you know catch up yeah <laughs> And so, you know, moving on to the logistics, I think something that's very obvious and we do need to um, talk about is that this is going to be a Spanglish podcast. Obviously, the music is in Spanish. What feels natural to us is to, you know, for the most part, talking in English, um, you know, mixing up Spanish every once in a while. Um, and I guess we will try our best to try to translate, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if we do, you know, skip every once in a while if we don't catch a spanish word and we don't translate it mm -hmm. yep yep so this podcast is in 
Spanglish. Um, and there's also some other things that we wanted to highlight for y'all that make up the podcast. Mm-hmm. So starting with our intro song. So what you heard at the beginning was several of our closest friends <laughs> was um, a clip from a party that Ian Ale threw. Um, y si la hicimos de host, <laughs> una más peda que la otra, pero guess who? <laughs> pero we had a podcast release party. Yes, we had a podcast release party before having a podcast. Um, but we had folks come over to my house. You know, more than anything, we, we really wanted to let people know that there was this Banda podcast in the works. And at the end of the day, me and Ale had been working on this for mm-hmm. a long time. And we needed to feel some pressure to hurry up and release <laughs> this shit. <laughs> so we had a good time. We drank and yeah. had a piñata and it was a whole thing. But mm-hmm. but because of this, we're, we're coming back. Mm-hmm. out to y'all here now with with this product um yeah thank podcast. you to everyone who like took up roles and like really helped out like mm-hmm. thank you so much and thank you so much to everyone for being so willing to participate mm-hmm. in the recording of the intro song right that intro song is uh the clip that's like the end of las malandrinas mm-hmm. where the fans all start singing the song and so we wanted our own community to be doing yeah. that for us with our song mm-hmm. and um, be with us at every episode right mm-hmm. literally goosebumps <laughs> but so thank y'all for being so willing to do that it was like one in the morning and mm-hmm. my neighbors were looking and being kind of mean but <laughs> thankfully no one called the cops on us and so that's that's what the what the intro song is and it really does mean a lot to us um mm-hmm. and our logo also means a lot to us mm-hmm. um yeah our logo you know going along with um everything being very intentional our logo was designed by monica uh, garcia our very lovely and beautiful friend you know after talking with monica cynthia came up with this idea of making our logo similar to how banda concerts are advertised in Mexico and for those that have the privilege of going to Mexico you might have seen these before Um, and we will post um, pictures on Instagram of of what we're talking about so that it makes more sense but the way some bailes are advertised out there is that because billboards are not common you will have banda concerts be announced and painted on walls that being the side of a house business etc there it's on this white wall and then the name of the banda or whatever artist um, is in huge you know bold letters with a lot of colors um, almost not graffiti style but close um, with the name of the artist like I just mentioned and then the date um, and it's it's just this beautiful art in advertising that banda does that we you know, we'll look at but not really see the talent behind it that deserves, you know, to be showcased. And so we drew inspiration from that um, to create the logo that you see on the Instagram um, where you see the malandrinas in, in this pink, purple, blue colors that are really similar to a lot of the the colors that Jenny Rivera would wear in, in her um, costumes and her dresses. Um, yep, and we took those colors actually directly from the mural that's dedicated mm-hmm. to Jenny Rivera. It's a it's a mural that has a lot of 
pictures of her in different points in her it's, life. It's the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the at the Jenny Rivera Memorial Park in Long Beach. Yeah. Which um, we will be going to. Who wants to fund us? <laughs> <laughs> Meet and greet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Monica, for that. Support your local artists. We want to talk about now the layout of the podcast and what you will expect um, when listening to each episode. We hope to intro our podcast with check-ins, have a space for feedback. In case, you know, everyone has or people have um, comments as to how we can improve beyond sound quality, (laughs) Um, how we can improve our episodes, and also uh, have a space where we can hold ourselves accountable. Mm -hmm. And also... In the intro, announce violence that happened in Chicago, right? Like, I don't have a Facebook, and that's where uh, most of the banda posts happen. And so, you know, any other outlet that can promote these violence so that we can go and have fun and, and escape the struggles of the day-to-day is great. So you will hear announcements of, of violence in Chicago. In the intro, we will have a section where we um, talk about Korean banda news, right? Which is critical especially in the time you know like right now the hot topic for me and cynthia the week was um <laughs> this interview that alan ramirez had uh, he's a lead singer in, Muy chistosito. <laughs> in banda ms banda ms who like when asked if he was going to leave the banda he said yo mejor me retiro right mm-hmm. or no yo me mejor, me lejo. Yo yeah. me lejo. which you know had me stressing out for a few hours but turns out the next day that it's probably a song that they're promoting in their new CD, right? And so this is current banda news that people are talking about and we gotta, you know, dissect. Um, we will have a space to showcase the song of the week, right? Um, that me and Cynthia are enjoying at the at the moment so that we can plug you all in and, and give you new music to listen to on your commute to your horrible job. <laughs> Then we will follow up with the segment called Nos Dicen Las Malandrinas, where we hope to showcase people who are really embodying what a malandrina is, right? And not just really focusing on, you know, famous people or people who, you know, everyone knows, but also, like, talking about our our friends and our family who are, you know, really out here deserving a shout-out. So we will have space for that. Obviously, then... We will go into the theme of the episode that will probably take up the majority of the time. And then we will finish it up with the wrap up. This layout is still in the works. We hope to add, you know, a few more segments depending on how requested they are. You know, we might have a Vijitas Pero Bonitas corner. We might review bailes, um, stuff like that. So if you have any segment suggestions, definitely let us know so that we can include them and so some of the future topics of the episodes that you can expect to hear from us the one for sure that is coming up next is mujeres en banda talking about the lack of right Mm -hmm. why when you turn on the radio you don't hear a mujer's voice um why you don't see them so really dissecting why bandas are male dominated mm-hmm. um another future topic which is my favorite topic and i can't wait is the recodo mafia it's real it exists it controls the banda industry sure does 
And so it's something that we really need to get the conversation moving. We definitely will have a, an episode talking about nationalism and banda. I think that can definitely be connected to um, banda, you know, in, in other places of Latin America, Central America, and how, mm -hmm. you know, Mexican media really controls shit out there and why bandas are even going, you know, to Central America. Mm -hmm. And the, the different things that the Mexican government or, like, the nationalist spirit of banda uses, like, this idea of, like, the family. It's always, like, an hombre and a mujer in these banda videos. Exactly. Holding up the country. Um, we will most definitely have uh, an entire episode dedicated to honoring Jenny Rivera, really letting you know, you know, who she was, um, her legacy, you know, she's still, they're still putting out albums for mm -hmm. her. There's one um, coming out soon. Mm -hmm. So those are just some of the episodes. Obviously, we still have a lot more creative ones. We just can't Giving like, you a preview. Yeah. Yeah, and so you should expect these episodes to come out monthly. Um, you know, I think at the, where we're at in life, it's, we just don't have the time and we do want to put as much effort and energy into releasing some quality shit. And at this point, it looks like it's monthly, right? It might change later on, especially as we get more comfortable with um, with recording and, and how we're able to quickly move shit. Mm -hmm. uh, we, you might get more, but at this point, it's monthly. Echenos porras. <laughs> uh, so now we're gonna go to a quick break, but we'll be right all right and we're back with las malandrinas radio episode number one so now for some fun stuff <laughs> so like ali said earlier music is one of the ways in which we communicate <laughs> with each other with other people share like how we're feeling Mm -hmm. But also, me and Ale just all the time, we send each other songs to our phones. Like, just, hey, yeah. I like this song, or this is what I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. um, aunque no siempre nos gusten las mismas cosas, but, you know, <laughs> we're keeping each other Updated. through chess. Through yeah. chess. Um, and so, what we want to do is share with you a, today a list of 10 songs that we're vibing with um, and that we want to share with you and hope that you'll listen to them too and, and, mm -hmm. and share with other folks. So, Ale, what are you going to start us off with? Yes, my, so my top five songs at the moment. Uh, the first one is by Banda Los Sebastianes. This is a newish banda that's really, you know, hitting it off and, and becoming really popular. Like you mentioned in um, the song called In Vida. In Vida. Yeah. And they're just coming to tour in, in the U.S., which I'm so excited about. And so this song is from their new uh, CD. Sacarme de tu mente, así 
si yo no puedo continuar mi vida En eso no quedamos ¿Qué pasó con aquel juramento? Donde los dos dijimos And yeah, so I am a romantic at heart But you will never know Because I will never show you um, <laughs> it's it's my constant Sagittarius and Cancer struggle. Amen. So the next banda is La Poderosa Banda San Juan, which is I'm very happy to say that I will be singing very soon with a lot of the people on my top five for the first time. Okay, MySpace. <laughs> for the first time. Their song is called Disculpa Corazón. Oh! So good. And it goes like this. Disculpa Corazón que esa no fue mi intención Fue simplemente nadie manda al corazón No fue tu culpa La culpa es mía por dejar volar sin freno a mi ilusión Me enamoré de ti Por tu dulce sonrisa como un loco me perdí Discúlpame cariño porque todo confundí Que tonto fui que poco a poco te podías fijar en mí Se me olvidó que solo éramos amigos Y soñó un destino entre nosotros I'm so excited to see them That day I will be a hot mess I will be crying I feel it I feel like Ale 2016 at the Aragon is coming back Oh my god, please stop Why do you hate me? My next song, song number three, is by La Imponente, which is the last known of all bandas on my list. They're still just in Mexico. They haven't toured in the U.S. yet, but I have seen them in Mexico. They're really good. And they're a banda that is coming out of Jalisco, right, which is newish, being the fact that most bandas come from, like, Norte, Sinaloa. Sinaloa. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're really good. You should listen to them. They just had, again, their uh, new album. And it was a pretty good album. And this song is called De Rodillas Te Pido. And it's a cover. Mm -hmm. Oh, me. 
My fourth song is by Banda Rancho Viejo. Um, again, it just seems like all these bandas are producing new music. This song is called La Sopa de Tu Propio Chocolate. Great song, horrible name. Because what's his face just left? ¿Cómo se llama René? Mm-hmm. Um, he just so. he just left, so they have a new singer, youngish dude, maybe 18, 20, um, and he did this song, which they haven't advertised him, which is so strange. Pobre morro. This is a great song. I never learned my lesson. Water sign man, stay away from me, please, because I clearly cannot stand. So this song is called No He Logrado Aprender. Lo dulce de la vida Estando a tu lado El mundo sonreía No había un instante Que me descuidaras Para mí era todo Ver cada mañana Tu mirada Pero se fue entre mis manos El amor que me tenías No sé quién tuvo la culpa Fueron tantas tonterías Hoy no sé qué hacer Quisiera volver Pero tú ya no eres mía. No he logrado aprender. I do have feelings. Very intense feelings. <laughs> Como la voz del de la arrolladora. <laughs> so, my five are a little bit more all over the place. <laughs> These are really like what I've been listening to or bumping into in the last month that I've been digging. So I want to start with La Maquinaria Norteña. I really dig them. Like, I really like Dancing Norteñas. And so this is off of 
their latest album, and this is called Get It Sin Ti. Cierra tus ojos, abre tu mente, siente mis manos acariciar tu piel. La distancia no vaya a interrumpir Y que no sientas que estoy lejos de ti Siento lo mismo, me desesperar Las horas que son lentas en el reloj Pero yo sé que esto nos pasa a los dos Somos la más bonita historia de amor Y no sé gets quiet. <laughs> Thanks. So, my list isn't all completely 100% banda, but it is banda orientated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oriented. I don't know. So, my next song is from La Septima Banda. I love La Septima Banda. Yes. I think they're very cute. On their last album, they blessed us with a popuri. And so, popuri is very like a mix of different songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortened and so this popuri covers conjunto primavera one of our faves viejitos pero bonitos pero bien bonitos and this is a clip from that song called Banda La Orgullosa de Guanajuato and they released a single called Lo Que Siento Por Ti and
corrido de periódico en gallito, which you might have heard from several different artists. Um, so I am gonna show you the or play for you the tercer elemento version. Tercer elemento, y'all know the creators of Fire Up. <laughs> um, so shout out to all our lumbre corridistas. But I'm sampling this because I love when hip hop songs feature corridos or like there's some sort of rascache combination going mm -hmm. around there. And King Lil G, my favorite rapper from LA, Sucios, shout out. Santos, the periodico gallito in La Cuadra, the song off of his. He just really he just dropped two albums, y'all. Uh, Paint the City Blue features um, in La Cuadra, this other rapper from DF, and they sample this exact part from the song. ¿Cuánto te pagaron por eso? No suficiente. <laughs> but I did get a discount on one of their shirts once I'm paying back. <laughs> for Calibre 50, which is my favorite banda, but this is off of the same album as La Sopa Tu Propio Chocolate, and this is called Privilegio, and like my friend, my roommate from college who came to visit said, I guess I am a hopeless romantic. Spotify and with each episode we will have a playlist of songs that go along with the topic theme of the episode and for this one the all 10 songs that you just heard will be on episode one intro playlist mm -hmm. 
follow us on Spotify to get updated with the playlist. But if you want to keep in touch with us, hit us up with any feedback, comments, suggestions, or you just want to cheese me, leads. For any of our investigations of Viva Tu Musica, um, feel free to reach out to us on one, our email. You can send us an email at malandrinasradio at gmail.com. Malandrinasradio at gmail.com. Um, just keep up with us by following Instagram. That's probably where we'll be, mm-hmm. be posting the most. And that's arroba at malandrinasradio. Pretty simple. Uh, we also have a Twitter. At Las Malandrinas underscore the little under dash. And we're also gonna have a Facebook page that we'll probably be less active on, but you can find us there at Las Malandrinas Radio. Yeah. And so you can for sure find us on SoundCloud. And hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we will have somehow figured out how to use iTunes and Apple Music. So you should be able to find us there as well. And so, like I mentioned before, our upcoming episode theme will be on mujeres and banda. We will talk about, you know, the mujeres that are putting in a work to make it in the industry, who you probably don't know of, but we want to let you know of so that you can listen and support them. Um, talk about why it is so hard to be a mujer in banda. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, we want to wrap up this episode, episode one. Thank you to everyone <laughs> that listened to us. Uh, Who made it all the way. Made it all the way. No les quedamos mal. Um, I'm really excited to be doing this, um, to be doing this with Ale, and to get to hear from y'all. Um, for all the haters that <laughs> are like, banda and politics don't mix, well, fuck you. <laughs> And to everyone else, un abrazo solidario <laughs> de su amiga Cynthia desde Chicago. Saludos. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited, you know, because we do have these conversations all the time. I'm just, you know, excited to have an audience and have other people chime into these conversations. Um, I am excited, you know, to improve, to get more comfortable with this mic. Um, and get better tech savvy at how to do all this shit, right? Because I love banda. These conversations are needed. A banda all the way. Every day. <laughs> Team banda. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all at Rancho 57 <laughs> on the National Day of Banda. Yes. Woo. Bye. Bye. Cuando se trata de...